Hello, family and friends. I'm honored again today to have Ubi Natewu. Did I get better that time? Natewu. Natewu. Hey. <laughs> like I said, it takes practice. Oh man, I gotta, takes... I gotta start. I'm gonna have to start changing my guest names to Smith or whatever. But yeah, don't be, don't be Sorry. hard on yourself. That's okay. It takes practice. <laughs> but folks, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get this before we're done with these days here. But, but glad to have Ubi with me uh, for day two. Really enjoyed day one, and uh, his testimony really inspired me when we got together and met here recently. And so excited to share day two with that here shortly. And let's pray, Father. We're just so thankful for Ubi and what he's doing with his life, Father, to serve you and the great testimony he has, Father, and his heart for you. We're so thankful, Father, for him sharing with our viewers, and I thank you for lives change. Speak through him and I today, and we thank you for it in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, Ubi, let's go ahead and continue on from where we were yesterday. I think uh, yesterday, you know, I, we ended up with, you know, coming to this point where um, I embrace this idea that if things didn't make logical sense, if things didn't add up, that, that they couldn't be true. That, that, was my, that was my outlook in life um, going forward. Mm-hmm. You know? So a uh, number of years later, I graduate high school and um, you know, you know, I, I decide to come back to, uh, to the States to go to college. I arrive, uh, I arrive Atlanta, Georgia, I was living in Stone Mountain at the time. And I figured, well, you know, I think I'm going to take a year off and just, you know, get to know American acclimate before going to college. And, you know, a year became two years and two years became three years. And, you know, did the typical thing um, that, a, that a young teenager, you know, rebellious would do. Same thing I was doing in Nigeria, which was, uh, you know, drinking, getting high, partying, having sex, you know, you name mm-hmm. it. That, that basically continued for about three years straight. So come spring of, uh, spring of 2000, I'm actually living with some friends in um, Alexandria, Virginia at the time, a suburb of Washington, D.C., and I always loved reading, still do. Not as much as I did then, but I still enjoy reading. And I had read everything they had in their house at this point. You know, they'd go to work in the, they'd go to work in the morning and, I was, you know, I was at home. So this, you know, one of them had, for whatever reason, this, I mean, we were just not church guys or Bible guys, but for whatever reason, Someone in that house had printed the book of Revelation just on regular printer paper. And I'd seen it a number of times. And I was like, what is this crap? And I would skip it every time. <laughs> but this particular day, I had read everything and I was bored out of my mind. There was nothing else to read. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and read this. You know, So I start reading this, you know, this book of Revelation. And it is amazing stuff. Amen. I mean, it was like this. It's like a fast-paced novel. I was like... <laughs> Man, this guy's having visions. He's getting visited by some person from, uh, from not from Earth, for sure. You know, this, this guy's got fire in his eyes. He's got a tattoo on his thigh. He's got, you know, a sword in the form of fire coming from his mouth. And angels and demons are fighting. I was like, this is... Um, so I read all of Revelation, you know. I wasn't looking for truth or anything. I just It was just a really good, fast-paced novel. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, maybe the rest of the Bible is disinteresting. So I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to read the rest of the Bible. Fortunately, they actually had a Bible in their house. And I started reading from Genesis, you know, just again, because I was looking for a fast-paced read. And I would, you know, skip the boring parts because, you know, for someone who's not a Christian, who is not reading for truth or anything, there's just, you know, there's just certain parts that took more discipline. I was like, this is boring. You know, all this, the genealogies, I was like, I don't care for all of that. But I just, you know, I read through. And I eventually came to the book of Isaiah. It was Isaiah 118. 
you know, depending on the translation you use, the ESV, NASB, even the King James says, this is what God says, come let us reason right? The rest says something like, though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow, though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. None of that caught my attention. What stuck out to me was, this is what the Lord says. Come, let us reason. That just, that was like a hammer, right? I was like, so this God that I've heard about from so many people, right? This God that people keep on talking about from the, in the Gospels, this God in his book, says that I should come and reason with him. And for me, that was just, that was such a shocker. I had never heard, right? I'd never, I mean, no one had ever told me that God invites people to reason, you know? Mm -hmm. So I remember I took the Bible, you know, we, we were staying in an apartment and I was like, well, this guy's might be coming, coming home anytime soon. So I was like, nope, I took the Bible, went into the restroom, locked the door, knelt down, closed the book. And I remember saying, Supreme Being, I don't know who you are. Like, that's exactly what I said. I was like, Supreme Being, I don't know who you are, but I know that you are. I said, I don't know about this Jesus person. I don't know about Buddha. I don't know about Muhammad, but I know Supreme Being that you are. And I said, if this book, if what this says, book says about Jesus is for real, and if Jesus is really who he is, forgive me for all the people I've confused and for all the things that I've done. And I kid you not, I felt, I can, and I can, the only thing I can describe it is, I, it as, as a yoke. I felt a yoke break off my shoulders and I heard chains fall off me. And from nowhere, I start crying. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, you know, I'm not that kind of a person. And I start crying and I remember thinking, what is going on with you? You know, so I wipe my eyes, right? And the next words out of my mouth are, Father. Of course, you know, I had no, I had no clue what was going on back then, but you know, you know, as I, as I grew my faith and I came to Romans and it's, scripture says that the spirit of God is given to us and we're able to refer to him as Abba Father, Amen. right? Like I was just, it was just beautiful. But in that moment, I said, Father, if you've really forgiven me and if Jesus Christ is truly my Lord and Savior, show me by taking away my cigarette addiction. At that time, I smoked on average on any given weekday, four packs of cigarettes a day. Four packs of cigarettes, no joke, no exaggerating. More than one at a time or just all Four individual? Four packs of cigarettes a day. Um, and on a weekend, I would go five, six, you know, wow. because on, on the weekends, I'd go clubbing and, you know, you're dancing, you're smoking, you're, you know, you're drinking, just, you know, that, that was, that was it. So for me, that was the thing. And I had tried over and over again to quit. So that was the test. I was like, okay, you know, I was like this emotional thing, this crying thing, I don't know what this is, but let me see if this, this is for real. And I said, I said, Father, if you've really forgiven me, and if Jesus Christ is truly my Lord, show me by taking away my cigarette addiction. I got up from my knees, wiped, my, you know, washed my face, didn't think anything of it. Came out of the restroom, you know, was, went about, the, you know, went about my day. A few hours later, uh, you know, my friends, you know, my roommates come back, and we're hanging out. Um, it was, I think, it was a Friday, so we're sitting on the balcony. We have our beers, you know, weed going, everything. And someone's like, hey, Ubi, you got a cigarette? I was like, no, I don't have any cigarettes. And they're like, well, would you like one? Someone hands me one. And I'm about to light the cigarette. And then it hits me. I was like, Ubi, it's been about four hours and you have not smoked. You have not had a hankering for cigarettes. Nothing. Wow. You know, and that just, that caused me to pause. I was like, that that just never had, had, had ever happened. So at that point, I was like, okay, Ubi, this is for real. Something has happened in your life and you need to find out 
you need to really understand what's happened here. Wow. So um, on that note, I'll, I'll you know I'll cl- I'll close with prayer, guys. I'm gonna be pr- we're gonna be pr- uh, talking to the God who does miracles, who does powerful things. Daddy, I thank you for your faithfulness, Lord. This is my testament, and this is the powerful thing you did in my life. And Father, we know that you work in a myriad of ways. You do things beyond our imagination. I ask that in the name of Jesus, that you would show your powerful hand to someone listening today, to many listening today, that it to those who are listening who need to see your power, that you would stretch forth your hand, O oh God, and show yourself strong. Oh God, cause them to believe in Jesus Christ. Expel, oh God, every wickedness. Break every chain that holds them, oh God. Grant them to see Jesus and place their faith in him. Like you did in my life and you've, like you've done in the life of Greg and so many others, oh Lord. Show forth your power. Daddy, I thank you. You are the good God. You are the only God, Father. You are all-powerful, all-knowing, ever-present. Daddy, we love you. You are good, and your faithfulness endures forever. Oh, Daddy, we thank you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Ubi, what's your website again for them to contact you? It is lockunited.org. And uh, you can also find us on Facebook, um, Lock United or Learners of Christ the King United. Fabulous. If you want to contact our ministry, you can do so by phone at 812-449-8147. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. We love you all. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.